So ESPN has Baker Mayfield ahead of Vince Young on their top 75 quarterback since the year 2000. Baker Mayfield ahead of Vince Young. What? Our Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Longhorns, the show. Jonathan Davis, your host. Today's episode of Locked on Longhorns is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on today to get started. On today's episode of Locked on Longhorns, we are discussing ESPN's top 75 quarterbacks since 2000's list twofold. The first segment, we are talking about Baker Mayfield being ranked first on that list ahead of the likes of Vince Young, Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, and Joe Burrow. Did ESPN get it right? Of course they didn't. Then we're talking about Colt McCoy in the second segment, ranked as the 12th best quarterback of all time. Fitting, huh? But with a Heisman or a national championship, could he have seen himself as the best quarterback in college since 2000 or at least in the top five? We discussed that. And in my final segment, I want to give my condolences to Jaden Hullaby and his family. All of that and more on today's episode of Locked On Longhorns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So ESPN released a list of the top 75 quarterbacks since 2000. Of course, it's behind a paywall. I have ESPN Plus, though, however, so I was able to see the list. And really what's most important and what people are talking about, it's garnered a lot of discussion on Twitter, on social media, is the top 10, right? And the top 10 of this list consist of Baker Mayfield at number one, Cam Newton at number two, Vince Young at number three, Tim Tebow at number four, Joe Burrow at number five, Deshaun Watson at number six, Kyler Murray at number seven, Lamar Jackson at number eight, Marcus Mariota at number nine, RG3 at number 10, and then Trevor Lawrence at number 11, Colt McCoy at number 12. I think Johnny Manziel was 13. I didn't see anything after that. And of course, the majority of the discussion and conversation is around Baker Mayfield being the top quarterback on this list since 2000, right? Because Baker Mayfield did win a Heisman. He did have uh, a very storied college career, but he did not win a national championship like the five quarterbacks behind him on that list. And so I think if you're ranking this list or assessing this list, it comes down to what is the most important to you, right? Are you favoring you know, career longevity, being great for a longer period of time and statistics, or are you favoring getting to the mountaintop in college football? And to me, that's the most important thing. It's about winning in college football, right? It's about winning in sports, period. You play to win the game. You don't play to accumulate the best stats over a long period of time. And I think as great as Baker Mayfield was for a three-year span at Oklahoma, he would trade any of those years or all of those years for Vince Young's 2005 year, Cam Newton's 2010 year, Joe Burrow's 2019 year, or one of Tim Tebow's national championship years, right? I think that's why you play the game. I favor winning. I favor winning championships over being good for a long period of time. The other reason I favor championships, because I think it's harder to win a natty in college than it is to win a championship in professional sports because you have such a limited amount of time. And we're talking about quarterbacks that didn't have a COVID year, right? You have four years to win a national championship. And 
most of these quarterbacks didn't even start for four years at their respective universities, right? Vince Young had two years to win a national championship, and he was able to immortalize himself at the top of college football. So when you have four to five years max to reach the pinnacle of the sport and you do it, in most cases, going undefeated with an amazing individual season. To me, that holds more weight than being really good and getting close for three years, which is what Baker Mayfield did. So when you look at his three years at Oklahoma, this is not counting. Well, this is counting his whole career period, but mostly his three years at Oklahoma is why he's number one on this list. He had 15,690 total yards and 152 total touchdowns. Not taking anything away from Baker Mayfield, he was great, but it's disrespectful to put him over some of these pantheon greats on this list that reached the pinnacle, especially Vince Young. He had three top five Heisman finishes, one in 2017. The only other player that's done that in the modern era is Tim Tebow. Three Big 12 championships. 2015, he lost 37-17 to 17 to Deshaun's Clemson team and the college football playoff. 2016, he beat an 8-4 and four Auburn team in the Sugar Bowl. 2017, he lost 54-48 to 48 in double overtime to Georgia. So I know the argument is Baker Mayfield was really good. I know the argument is that you should be able to win a playoff game scoring 48 points. Obviously, the defense let them down, giving up 54 points. And in his two college football playoff games against the Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb-led Georgia Bulldogs and against the Deshaun Watson-led Clemson team, his defense gave up over 1,000 yards and 81 points in those two playoff games. So you could make the argument that if Baker Mayfield was on some of these other teams that these quarterbacks were on on this list, if he had a competent defense going against Clemson or Georgia, then Baker Mayfield had a chance to play for and possibly win a national championship. But, you know, if it was a fifth, you know what I'd be right now, right? That didn't happen. And the fact is, as good as Baker Mayfield was for three years, he came close, but no cigar. When you look at what Vince Young was able to do in 2005, really going back to 2004, he won the last 20 college football games he played in. I'm going to repeat that again. He won the last 20 college football games he played in. In 2005, 4,086 total yards, 1,050 yards rushing as a quarterback and 38 total touchdowns. In 2005 alone, a game-winning drive against number four, Ohio State, on the road. Beat Baylor 62-0. to zero. Won the Big 12 championship against Colorado 70-3. to three. 467 total yards, 200 rushing yards, and three touchdowns in a game-winning drive in the national championship, a game widely regarded as the best college football game of all time against USC going for their third straight national championship, a team that had won, I believe, 33 games in a row coming into that game. You cannot tell me that what Baker Mayfield did for three years at Oklahoma is more impressive than the last 20 games Vince Young played at the University of Texas, culminating in a national championship against Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush. Get out of here. Then when you talk about Cam Newton, what he was able to do in 2010, coming from junior college to Auburn in one year, 4,500 total yards, 50 touchdowns, a Heisman, and went 14-0 with a national championship. Baker Mayfield would trade all of those three years for 2010 Cam Newton's year. Then you talk about Tim Tebow, three top five Heisman finishes, might be the most accomplished college quarterback of all time. 12,000 total yards, 145 total touchdowns, a Heisman and a two-time national champion, one as a starter and one as the backup to Chris Leak. You cannot tell me that Baker Mayfield was a better quarterback in college than Timothy Tebow. And of course, Joe Burrow, oh my Lord, in 2019, 6,000 total yards, 
6,000 total yards and 65 touchdowns, a 15-0 natty season, and won two college football playoff games by a combined 52 points. All of those quarterbacks had a better career than Baker Mayfield. And like I said, you could tell me that he had more stats and more touchdowns than all of them. You could tell me about the three Big 12 championships. You could tell me that if he had a better defense, he probably would have made more noise in the college football playoff. But like I said, if if was a fifth, I probably wouldn't be able to record this podcast right now. There is no way on God's green earth that Baker Mayfield was a better college quarterback than Cam Newton. Tim Tebow, Joe Burrow, or Vince Young. If you want to put Baker Mayfield in the top five, that's fine. Like I said, he was one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time. But the conversation starts at five. To put him over Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, Joe Burrow, or Vince Young from the University of Texas is blasphemous. A quick word from our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about Colt McCoy. He comes in at number 12 on the list. But with a Natty or a Heisman, would he have been top five or even higher? We discussed that. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. There's no better place to bet all of the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Shout out to Denver Nuggets. They obviously listened to Locked On Longhorns. I came on here on the podcast yesterday and asked them for a sweep, right? I said, don't play with your food. Don't, I don't need to hear anything about LeBron being the first player to come back now from 3-0. You know, go ahead, take care of business, get your rest, and we'll see you in the finals, right? And they did just that. My first ever NBA game was in Denver at the Pepsi Center. So, yes, now I am going to start fake rooting for the Nuggets in the finals. Hopefully, we get our first championship this year. But, no, congratulations to Jokic, uh, Mike Malone, Jamal Murray, that whole team. That's a really good team. They beat, you know, my favorite player, Kevin Durant and the Suns. And, you know, the four wins away from their first championship in franchise history. On this list, Colt McCoy came in at number 12. Uh, like I said, RG3 was 10. Trevor Lawrence was 11. Colt McCoy was 12. And then Johnny Manziel was 13. Colt McCoy was the highest quarterback on the list at 12 to not either win a national championship or a Heisman Trophy. And I thought that was very interesting because I think, of course, as Texas fans, we regard Colt McCoy as one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. And I think, you know, smart national media people regard Colt McCoy as one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. But I think because he does not have the natty or the Heisman, which most of the top quarterbacks do have at least one, he's not praised and celebrated on a national level the way I feel like he should. And he should be. And it's unfortunate for Colt McCoy because you feel like the difference between him being regarded as the 12th best quarterback. And let me say that, you know, these lists, you have to be snubbed in, in some form. Right. There's obviously going to be a, a top 76th quarterback since 2000. Right. So, you know, him being 12th on this list of all the quarterbacks that have played college football for 131 FBS teams since 2000 is a hell of an accomplishment. But like I said, I just feel like. You know, there was a few margins that we're having a different conversation around Colt McCoy being a top five quarterback of all time, or at least since 2000, or maybe even the best quarterback of all time since 2000. Right. When you look at in and forgive me if I have my years mixed up. Right. I was a youngin at the time. If for, if you talk about 2008. Right. That Texas Tech game where Texas is supposed to win and we see one of the worst missed tackle attempts ever. 
right? And Michael Crabtree scores and they win that game or the play before where Blake Gideon drops that interception, right? If that game goes differently, Texas is able to play for a national championship that year, probably against Florida. And who knows? Colt McCoy's legacy might be different. Matt Brown's legacy might be different. They had a really good chance to win that game, right? If you don't have that fluke loss to Michael Crabtree and Texas Tech in 2008, right? Then you come back in 2009 and you have the undefeated season into the championship game against Alabama where you only throw two passes and you leave the game in the first quarter, right? I firmly believe, and you can say I'm biased, I don't care, right? You're right, I am, right? I firmly believe that Texas wins the national championship that game and Colt McCoy etches himself in history if he stays in that game and plays for the full 60 minutes. I mean, we saw Garrett Gilbert come in and almost do the unthinkable. I'm more than certain that Colt McCoy would have held his own in that game. And it's just crazy to me that Colt McCoy lost two games his last two years in college football, the Texas Tech game, which was a fluke and the Alabama game where he threw two passes. Those are the only two games he lost in his last two years of college football. So, like I said, it's a hell of an accomplishment for Colt McCoy to be number 12 on this list. He was one of the best college quarterbacks we have ever seen, especially since 2000. But I can't help but feel like if one of those fluke games doesn't happen or he's able to win a Heisman, we're talking about him on a national level in that Vince Young, Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, Joe Burrow and I guess Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Baker Mayfield type status in terms of college football. To me, he's looked at in like as a few tiers below and it shouldn't be that way. And it came down to, like I said, a few unfortunate finishes against Texas Tech and Alabama. When you look at what Colt McCoy was able to do, 45 wins as a starter, 13,000 plus yards in 132 total touchdowns, a Big 12 championship, a 70 percent career completion percentage, a single season a completion percentage record that spanned for over a decade, a two-time first-team All-American quarterback and the Maxwell Award winner uh, for the best quarterback in college football. That's what Colt McCoy was able to accomplish in his time at the 40 Acres. And I think when you look at the way that this list is constructed, especially with them giving Baker Mayfield the longevity and the best stats award at number one on the list, with Colt McCoy's career stats, if you were to add a Heisman or a national championship to this, then I think you have to put him over Trevor Lawrence, right? Based on career stats, you have to put him over RG3, right? Based on wins and production at the 40 acres, making it to a national championship game. He would either have the Heisman RG3 has or a national championship. Mariota, you have to put him over him because of the career stats and he would have a national championship win or the same Heisman that Mariota has the same thing with Lamar. He would clear him in stats and have the same Heisman or a natty. Same thing with Kyler career stats, same Heisman or a natty. Deshaun Watson has the natty. So he would match Deshaun in having a national championship or would have a Heisman that Deshaun doesn't have while clearing him in career stats. I would put him over Baker Mayfield because he would have not better stats than Baker, but comparable stats. Then he would either have, the Heisman that Baker has or a natty that Baker never got to play for. Ha ha ha. But I would still put Cam, Vince, Tebow, and Joe Burrow ahead of Colt McCoy, even in that regard. Well, no, I don't know. Because so when you look at Vince Young, he would have Colt McCoy would have the stats. I guess it depends if it was a Heisman or a natty. Let's let's just say Cam Newton, Vince Young, Tim Tebow, and Joe Burrow locked in in that one to four spot in the best quarterbacks since 2000 right 
I think if you give Colt McCoy a Heisman or a national championship, he vaults up into that top five. You move Baker down to number six. So his last two games in college football were losses to Texas Tech and Alabama, and both, in my opinion, were very fluky. And to me, that's the reason we're not talking about Colt McCoy more often in terms of the national conversation as one of the best quarterbacks college football has ever seen because he didn't have a chance to immortalize himself in terms of that Heisman conversation or the national championship conversation. But if one of those games goes differently, we're looking at Colt McCoy probably being a top five to top three player on this list. And like I said, you're going to hear a lot more national conversation about Colt McCoy being one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. Because when you look at it, number 11 on the list, Trevor Lawrence, he gets talked about all the time in terms of what he did in college and being one of the best prospects ever. When you look at number 13, uh, Johnny Manziel on the list, right? He gets talked about about winning his Heisman and that run he had at Texas A&M all the time. But I just feel like I never hear you know, the national pundits and people outside of Texas fans and people that cover our team talking about what Colt McCoy was able to do in college football. He was special for a long period of time. And like I said, I just feel like because he didn't get to immortalize himself with the Heisman or a national championship, the higher on the, the highest player on this list not to do so will forever not give Colt McCoy the credit he deserves for what he accomplished at the 40 acres a quick word from our sponsors and i want to give my condolences before we get out of here to Jaden hullaby and his family so Jaden hullaby uh, was part of the 2020 recruiting class for the texas longhorns he was an athlete uh, from mansfield timberview and he spent a few years at the university of texas for before transferring to new mexico where he spent the last season uh, with the Lobos, and I believe he had entered the transport portal again after the season. Uh, and I believe last Thursday we got the news, either Thursday or Friday, that uh, he had been missing. His family had reported him missing. And I think yesterday we got the confirmation that he had passed away. And Jaden Hullaby is 21 years old. It's extremely sad. You know, you feel like you have so much life to live. You know, I feel like a mother and a father should never have to bury their son. And and that's what happened in this case. And it's just extremely sad, you know, because from everybody I've seen that talked to him and, and knew him and, and knew about him or knew the family, he was just a great kid and somebody that, you know, everybody loved to be around. And regardless of what happened, like I said, 21 is just way too young to have to bury somebody who has so much life and, and promise ahead of them. And so, you know, I'm praying for Jaden Hullaby. I'm praying for his family. I'm praying for his teammates. I'm praying for his friends, everybody that knew him. I'm praying for the family. Um, you know, hopefully they can move forward. Their lives will never be the same. And, you know, I think this is, you know, it's cliche, but, you know, hold your loved ones close, you know, and be kind to people and, you know, try not to live life or go through life having any beefs or, or, or burdens or, or having issues with people because you never know when God will take them off this earth and you'll never know what your last words to somebody may be. Right. And so, you know, I know a lot of times we can, you know, get angry with people and we can, you know, go to sleep mad at people and we can spend weeks, months, years, you know, not talking to people we loved over things that just ultimately don't matter that much in the end. And, you know, you look up one day and somebody like Jaden Hullaby is 21 years old and he's gone, you know? And so, like I said, it's cliche, but, you know, hold your loved ones close and, you know, spend as much time with you, spend, spend as much time with them as you can. 
Um, talk to them as much as you can. Cherish them as much as you can. And, and like I said, just be kind to people and, you know, maintain your relationships. You know, things happen. People fall out. But just try to maintain your relationships. Try to be there for people. And, you know, just try to be kind to everybody around you. Because, like I said, you'll never know when your last opportunity to speak to somebody is. And, you know, it's just heartbreaking that we found out yesterday that Jaden Hull would be a forever Longhorn, somebody that's only 21 years old and had the rest of his life ahead of him. Um, is no longer with us. So just condolences to him and his family. Uh, condolences to his teammates. Uh, condolences to uh, everybody that knew him. This, this, it's just sad. This is sad. So uh, I, I got to get off here. Just condol- condolences to, to everybody that knew him. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, it's just sad. Thank you.